the final word australia west indies daily day three adelaide oval barat sundaresan jeff lemon bo cb super cbus cbus super cb cbus super fine that's fine you got, yeah. you got the first two letters right <laughs> and that's the most that is part of that is 50 of success right as bon jovi said you're halfway there um and yeah you know what they also do say past performance not a reliable indicator for future performance that's true. and my performance yesterday was much better than what it, it was, was much better so, even, even when you, you didn't think you were supposed to be introducing the show that and is then also you were correct. but today you are um which means i'm going to do yes, the day's play in 30 seconds uh -huh. which is easy because it went for about an hour and a half west indies resumed 22 runs behind with four wickets in hand josh to silver hooked one down a fine leg and got caught a few runs from the tail some nice shots there both the josephs and kemar roach whacked a few boundaries each um, but they were soon out 20 five runs in front so Australia needed 26 to win they duly got them 10 wickets down except we're not without uh, complication because Us Usman Khawaja got whacked in the jaw by a bouncer and he might be in some trouble for the next test Australia win by 10 wickets mm should we start at the end I, I mean, think we should I mean that was a pretty scary blow it was ugly yeah uh, and it was it was Shamar Joseph who'd come on to bowl hadn't been given the newest of the new balls but True. got brought on after a couple of yeah. overs um, and he bowled one really searing delivery that zipped past the outside edge squared up Kawaji he was turning his shoulders around his back foot came around and he fenced at it and he nearly nicked it and then the next one was was horrible and he was stranded you could see Kawaja freeze up he saw the short ball yeah. he thought about ducking it he thought about playing it he thought about fending and in the end he just sort of braced for impact and turned his head away and because he turned his head he got mm. it right on the jaw um, don't know what the medical prognosis is it looked to me like he was spitting out blood on the field was, i thought yeah. it looked like that was darker saliva coming out um, he he wasn't knocked out he no. he was he stayed on his feet he was holding his jaw the doctor came out and spoke to him for quite some time they took him off in the end scores were level at that point so there was there was nothing to be gained by staying on Labashain came out and pulled the single that they needed to win but Kawaja being hit I mean as I understand it the Australian concussion protocols if you get deemed to have been concussed then you need to wait 7 days before you're eligible to play but he's already passed his first concussion test right. which is very good news so he But it's often delayed. It is delayed. So no that that's, that doesn't mean anything though. Uh, yeah. it's not a reliable indicator of future performance. Yeah. So or, or in terms of his concussion so he'll have to get another test done. Uh, he's gone off for scans on the jaw. Yeah, it was a proper like a, an upper cut wasn't it? Yeah. And Usman Khawaja does play the short ball in that fashion quite often. He kind of gets into that position yep. and He keeps his eye on the ball but then moves away at the last minute but this time the ball also was coming from around the wicket wasn't he Shama Joseph kept following him uh, and he just kind of locked himself with that right shoulder uh, so he looked like he was spitting blood and you could see the thumb of the west indians as well looked pretty concerned early on Shama Joseph himself he had his hand yeah, over his mouth and and looked quite perturbed and you know you felt for him it's it this it's this cognitive dissonance of cricket right that you you're a fast bowler you run in your ball bounces they're supposed to intimidate players yeah, exactly. with the threat of being hit but unless you're a real nutcase you don't actually want to no, hit anyone nobody, you don't yeah. want to well maybe you want to hit them to startle them but you don't want to injure anybody no, no, no. um and so there's 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 this sudden there's the kind of sickening reality of it when that actually does happen and we've talked about it over the years on the show there's 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 no clear answer to it right you you sort of 
ban the bouncer forever and then yeah. uh, then you change the game irrevocably. So, I don't know, it's not like there's an easy answer to it. Some people say it's simple and you just get rid of short bowling, but then cricket's you a different game that, entirely. Yeah. So, in a way, you just have to accept that cognitive dissonance that there is, there is something that you want to threaten without ever actually following through on the threat. Yeah, but the whole point is you use the bouncer to intimidate and you use the bouncer mm. as an enforcing uh, or yeah. act. It is an enforcing act. If you can't bowl act. the short ball, players don't get out to the full ball. Exactly, yeah, you're setting someone up. So, And when you're bowling with that hard a ball and you are technically aiming, for to, uh, or aiming to hit the batter or kind of get the ball just above their shoulder, what the only thing you can hit, the only target is the head and the helmet and that's why the helmet is so important and Shama Joseph did get hit on day one but that was on the grill so yep. it also kind of tells you despite the helmet it depends on where you get hit uh, and which part of your face or your head yeah. gets impacted so uh, yeah he has uh, he has a few days to get and Pat Cummins was asked about it he said like you can kind of rush in you can do two concussion tests in the same day because he has to pass all the tests to be deemed fit um, as we saw with Glenn Maxwell uh, during the World Cup for yep. different circumstances, or yeah. in different circumstances anyway. Yeah, he had to miss the game against England and was only able to come back against Afghanistan because he had to sit out a certain number of days no matter how he was feeling at that point, which is sensible given the, the lasting effects concussions can have and, and the danger it poses if you get concussed a second time. When you're already suffering the effects from it, that's when it's at its most dangerous. So. Um, that's the situation. There'll be a watching brief on that. Australia could change the squad. They had Renshaw as the spare bat yeah. for here, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he would play as an opener. They could bring in Bancroft. I'm sure there'll be a, I'm sure there'll be a discussion around it. If particularly if Renshaw is preferred to play in Brisbane, it'd be a hometown test for him and um, yeah, the the Western Australian uh, small group of Western unreasonable rest, Western okay. Australians who were annoyed that. Cameron Green played, um, you know, in place of a Western oh, yeah. Australian being a Western Australian, um, who somehow found that an insult to their state that a player from their state had been chosen would be. Well, especially Cameron on Brisbane. They'll yeah. be especially riled up if 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 he if there is a spot available in Brisbane. But we'll keep an eye on that. Um, the short ball also um, in a, in a different way did for Joshua De Silva, which was God, that was frustrating. It was. We like Josh De Silva on this show. Yeah. He bats with a Woodstock, and we're big fans of that. You can get 20% off one, uh, TFW20. That's but the do code. not use it like Joshua De Silva used no. it in this test match. Woods, all woodstockcricket.co.uk, yeah. I think, is the website. Yeah. It, it, the hook shot out to it, caught for six in the first innings, deep square leg. And then, again, this innings, he talked a good game last night about wanting to go out there and fight for West Indies. And I'm like, great. That's good. Maybe do that by not playing exactly, the, same the same shot same that got shot. you out in the first innings when you've got two players out catching and you've got a really good fast bowling attack that gets excessive bounce and you can't gauge the bounce. Just get out the way of a few. Like, if Mitchell Stark wants to bump you for six overs, duck him, get out the way. You have get all the time tired. in the world, yeah. Yeah, you've got time. Um, let him puff. Let him blow out all his energy. And then and instead he plays the hook shot down to Hazelwood, caught it fine leg. And that was pretty much it, for because he, he's the one who had to make a score for West yeah. Indies to try to get to a lead of 100 or so and, and hope that they could produce a miracle. Yeah, Alzari Joseph looked uh, okay at the other end. Uh, he kept flashing outside off stump, but you knew it was just a matter of time. And as soon as Stark went around the wicket, uh, the ball kept getting closer and closer to the outside edge. He just got this, tried a wild swing. The ball flew over the slips. He, for tried, he tried to baseball it over mid-on. It was almost and like got a, a top-leading yeah. edge over second slip for four. It was an extraordinary shot. 
It was. I mean, he initially shaped to hit it over deep mid-wicket. Then he was like, oh, I remember seeing that clip of Virat Kohli against Haris Rov that we've all seen a million times. And he wanted to try that shot. Right. But as it happened, it flew over the slips for four. Next ball, again, uh, in the same channel, slightly fuller. Edges gets out. Uh, Gurakesh Mothi, not a great test match for him. Uh, plays no. a pretty shit shot to get out in the first innings. Looked very ineffective. Uh, Craig Brathwaite clearly did not have any confidence in him. He kept throwing the ball to Justin Graves, who did bowl well. Yep. And then to, it's one of the, uh, you know, they always say good leave, bad leave. This is this is one of the more ridiculous leaves I've ever seen. Like it's a, a right arm fast bowler who always around the wicket. Around the wicket, who, what has he done all his life? Josh Hazelwood hits, hits top of off. Unless he's bowling to an eleven and trying to take his head off. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and it's a length ball on off stump. Where do you think that ball's going to go? But yeah. to hit. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't seem in. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. You know, the, it wasn't ball. the one to South Shaquille, Was it no, the one no, in Melbourne no. that yeah. did plenty off the seam? It was just straight. It was from wide of the crease. It was angled in at the stumps and Moti's shouldered arms and watched his castle get knocked over. And then there was a nice little partnership of twenty-five. Was it? Yeah. Um, twenty. No, twenty-six between Roach and S. Joseph, S. and that's Joseph. what the crowd wanted. They yes, wanted Shamar correct. Joseph to come out. He skipped out. He, he said before play, he was looking forward to batting today. He said, we can do something. We can, we can give ourselves a chance here. Well, they were still one run behind. They could have lost by an they innings. They could have, absolutely. Hazelwood pitches up, first ball, oh, steps forward. It. Beautiful, crisp cover drive for four. West Indies in the lead. West Indies in the lead. And it had to be him, right? And you're right. I think it's safe to say he's been the second most popular cricketer during this entire test match after, obviously, Travis Head. Uh, even today, yes, Josh Hazelwood, I just picked up his fifth wicket with the previous delivery, the one of Moti. Uh, and he was holding uh, the ball up. So the Adelaide Oval crowd is already cheering. And we will speak about the crowd in a minute. And as soon as they saw Shamar Joseph run out, who they were adopted, uh, like they adopted me many yep. years ago, uh, they, there was a loud cheer. That uh, The loud cheer just continued and got louder. And mm. he you know, plays that shot to uh, get off the mark, make sure that, and, and you know, okay, I think I'll leave it for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But yeah, so there's this beautiful shot he plays, and then he kept taking them on, and uh, uh, he tried hitting Josh Hazelwood uh, over midwicket again, missed, and then, like in the first innings, all it took was Nathan Lyon to come in. Yep. Two balls later, he had him stumped. Well, look, he drove he drove that beautiful shot over mid off for four, he pulled one through midwicket for four, so he hit three boundaries, Roach hit a couple, caressed a cover drive, like, like the least follow through of a cover drive, like the <laughs> yeah, anti Brian Lara, he yep. just got forward and put the bat there and it sped away. Oh, uh, so he hit a couple of boundaries as well, a square drive too for him. Um, there was so little cricket today that we can list literally every boundary that we pretty much players, can. Yeah, it like could there. be a boundary package. Yeah. And, and like you said, the confidence from Shamar Joseph was maybe brought him undone when Lyon came on. He faced one ball from Lyon and then said, I'll gallop down and smack this. It was so far too short to play that shot. It was it was pitched way in front of him. Turned away. He tried to get that to it. Couldn't. 11 stumpings for Alex Carey I in know. 11 months. He didn't have one until Delhi, was it? In Delhi without Kohli, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I was keeping count, wasn't I? And we had a deal that he would point to me when he got the first stumping. He couldn't because India was just on the cusp of winning uh, yep. uh, a, a test match. So a test match that it Australia might have, might have seemed a bit, um, a bit on the nose if yeah. you'd been carrying on a uh, pretty big much, celebration yeah. so uh, on average he's taken a stumping per month one since per that month. point that's very good yeah you could do a calendar you could do an Alex Carey Ooh, stumpings calendar a very good idea with a picture actually. of each stumping yeah. you know here's Mr. July Oh, now, I, I don't know if he's recreating them, maybe shirtless. Yeah, I think that true, would be true, a big true, seller. True. Or or if they're original shots of the actual stumping. So maybe a side-by-side -side kind of situation. I mean, you you don't know what that one stumping also will be in it. Like, Which uh, one? 
the one the from, Coley one. Yeah, no, the uh, Johnny Besto one. The Johnny Besto. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, true. <laughs> that, that, that is, is part of that <laughs> is part of the calendar. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Shirts on or shirts off for that one. Um, Coley doesn't mind getting the shirt off. He, no, of when he posts his training pictures, Coley's you know, reclining on the field. Yeah, just ran a 17.2 beep test. Shirt <laughs> off. I'm doing nine minute laps of the tan or whatever. Um, right. So so all of that happened, and then Australia come out to bat. Smith, 11 not out. Dinks a couple off his pads. Four no balls, defending yeah. 25 runs. Come on, guys. Sort your stuff out. Um, and and then, yeah, that's about it. He hit one big cover drive, Smith, yeah. and then Kawaja gets clocked. Labashain finishes it off. That's that. No, except the fact that it was disappointing that Craig Brathwaite didn't read the room. Like, you know. Oh, Craig. You know, the crowd Craig. wanted to do see one thing. Yeah. Let him bowl. Yeah, Give him exactly. the new ball. He, he gives Kemar and Alzari Joseph the new ball. And, yeah, only for a couple of overs. But by then it was... Too late. If you if you give if you give Shamar Joseph twenty five runs to defend, maybe he gets a wicket for you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you get in Steve Smith's head. He maybe beat you his back. make he him beat worry. His back. He yeah. nearly nicked one, Smith. Yeah. The what second ball he'd faced yep. from Shamar Joseph. He walked across and played at the line he shouldn't have played and, and yanked the bat back inside at the last minute. Craig, come on. The room. <laughs> You're in the entertainment business. All right, it's time for the final word Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, where we talk about the most final word moments of the day. Mm. Brought to you by Seabus Super, which could also be CB Super, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe if you're a trucker on the radio. Uh, breaker, breaker. This is a CB, CB Super. One, two. Um, Maybe it was just a nod to buddy. the cricket website I write for. Maybe. Maybe oh. it was. Yeah, CB. Good stuff out there. True. That is their, their logo. Um, yeah. Look, you can. One thing I know about about Seabus uh, is you can you can get very good insurance through them if you have very any true. problems, if you're injured at work, things like that. They've been looking after their members in that way for 40 years. Their 40th birthday this year. Um, lots of other benefits. SeabusSuper.com.au. Yeah, Check I mean, them if, out. if in response Kawaja happens to you at work, whatever yep. the comparative thing is. They'll look after you. They'll look after you. Past performance, not a reliable indicator of future performance. Now, let's see. What have we got to say? I've got one to throw in to begin with. I yep. really liked... Um, Brendan Julian was doing the, the post-match presentation, and as they went to a break, he very, very carefully enunciated uh, an important note that Australia, with this win, have retained the Frank Worrell Trophy. <laughs> he was very careful to get oh, that wow. right. You might remember 2015 when he did the trophy presentation and awarded the Wank Forrell Trophy. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> so it was it was clearly in yeah. the back of his mind. Well done, BJ. You got that one right. Uh, for me, Steve Smith. Uh, for most parts of this morning, especially when West Indies lost a couple of wickets at second slip, what was he doing? Practicing his golf swing. As soon, literally the moment Shamar Joseph hit that ball through the covers for four, what does he do? Starts practicing his front foot defense. So he just went from golf swing to bat swing in the space of, um, what, 15 minutes? Or not even 15 minutes, eight or nine minutes. So that's classic Steve Smith getting into uh, his zone. Um, Apparently he's a hideous golfer as well, yeah, according to the others. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And not the best musician because Travis Head spoke to mm. us on radio this morning and we were talking about what people could do and that will... That's a perfect segue to talk about the wonderful crowd right. we had uh, because the bars are open till 7. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of people lounging around. And what about that crowd? 18,000 people nearly came to watch today, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, six, I thought it was 16 and... Uh, they oh, gave I think us the, the official number at 16 and a oh, half. Oh, was it? I like, think. yeah, I'm just... Maybe a few more came in afterwards. I don't to the know. city, yeah. Just, just pumping up the numbers. <laughs> That's what you do in Nonetheless, wrestling it was just and in India. Just over 50,000 for the first two days. So they got 66,000 
minimum, yeah. including 16,000 or 18,000 coming in today when they knew that there might have been 15 minutes of play. Yeah. It could have been four wickets in quarter of an hour and it was all over um, and people still rocked up, which I think is pretty amazing, amazing and, and yeah. like we've talked about, annoying for them that the match ended on a Friday. I'm, I'm told that that was because the schedule was compressed because there was a date that the Windies team had to be out of the country yeah. to do whatever they've got to yeah. do next. And they're, they're also, they've got a one-day series and a T20 series. So they've got a, a one-day on a Friday and a Sunday and then a T20 on a Friday and a Sunday. And I think if they'd pushed the test, this Brisbane test back by a day, oh, that really? would have meant you'd only get one of those. They, they, you'd have one Saturday game. So instead of having two weekend games, oh, you'd have one. Yeah. And so there is a reason for it. It's it just is. that this is, you kind of start at the end and work backwards and this is what where it got squeezed up to. Speaking, it still sucks. Yeah, it does. And, and speaking of scheduling, I don't know whether it's it's you've realised this yet. This could well be the last day test in Adelaide. I mean, yeah. maybe there might be another one down the road because we know the next two seasons, I think next three summers are sorted. It'll go back to being a day-night test. Yep. Will we ever have a red ball test again in Adelaide? I don't know. This could be history could in the making. We could well be doing this final word daily for the last ever red ball day test match in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very wet Wednesday on Stoke kind of thing. Um, right, Any anything else? Anything Hall of Fame worthy? Um, yeah, well, no, I think... Uh, what else was there? Something did stand out to me. Oh, it was, this was more sweet. And we have, we've started with Shamar Joseph. Let's just end with him. If we just talked about Shamar Joseph all of, all of the first three days, you which know. is what you do because the West Indies are so bad. That's correct. That you can only take the one good news yeah. story they've got and, and just Kirk McKenzie he, making 50 in the first that's innings. Correct. He was a good, that's he was good. He made 20. Odd. But no, it was nice. Like The way he spoke about Steve Smith, we were there in the press conference two days ago. So today, after he was done with his radio interviews and everything, he walked out, walked to Steve Smith, Took a picture with him and then walked to Nathan Lyon. I mean, then just tells you like he's still this young kid from yeah. from a village far, far away. He can't believe he's playing Test cricket with these guys. It was nice to see him. Oh, and not to forget, now he's got two Test batters with over an average of 50, having tied his shoelaces. Did you see he I picked out Steve Smith from second slip? There was Alex Carey. Okay, he had the wicket keeping gloves on. Osman Khawaja and Steve Smith. He said, no, I want you to come and tie my okay. shoelaces. So, yeah, Manas right. and Steve, not a bad start for him, not just as Test scalps, but also guys who've tied his shoelaces. Did, did Smith tape the shoelaces to the inside of his shoe like he does with his own shoelaces? He should have. I yeah. didn't see that. That's mm. a good point. Should have been the touch. All right. That's enough from us. The final word, Australia, West Indies, daily. It's day three and done in Adelaide. Uh, we'll have the show coming to you from Brisbane as well. A day-night test up there. Pink ball affair up in the tropics where the cane toads are taking over the world. Um, we'll have that and more. We've got a, what have we got? We've got a story time coming up that we're doing live in Adelaide tonight. If you're seeing this and you're in Adelaide and you want to come down to the Arkabar, am I pronouncing that yes, correctly? Very Arkabar. good. Arkabar. Got the nod from behind the camera. Yeah. And uh, we'll be there from 7.30 p.m. doing a live story time. That's free. Come down, have a beer, have a water, watch the show. We'll That's tell you right. some stories. Yeah. Um, and that'll be, be on, that'll be published on the feed as well over the weekend. There'll that be a weekly show coming up. Whatever else we've got to do before we get to the, what is it? 25th? The next test match, 25th. 25th. Yeah. If you're in Sydney, 26th of January, the final word 11 oh, is Oh yeah, please get that. Captain by Jeff Lemon. Oval, come on down. That's it, final word daily. Pirates under ace and Jeff Lemon. We'll see you next time. I ain't protected by the way I ain't fenced in my future questions, my current senses. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.